Welcome to Red Gate and Wolf. We're an actual play Monster of the Week podcast. I am your host and keeper, Sarah, and joining me today is Celeste. Hello, my name is Celeste, and I play Marie Redgate, the Crooked. And the possibly soon-to-be-dead Sean! Hi, I'm Sean, and I play Angus McRae, the Monstrous. Hold on, is Sean going to be dead, or is Angus going to be dead? Yeah, I realized that after I said <laughs> that. Um, I mean, Sean will probably still live, depending on how much he pisses me off. Or, um, or Angus will probably die, but we'll see. Wow, that got kind of dark. Yes. <laughs> when last we met, Angus and Marie were battling a demon in the year 1999. The foul creature slipped through a crack in the seal that keeps demons in hell where they belong, but currently possesses the body of young Joel's mother, Sasha. Aiding them in their fight is Eremitha, who they know in 2021 is Meadow, but in this time is some ass-kicking angelic being. Deputy Winters has been running interference to keep monsters on the down low, while librarian Mavis hunts through tomes looking for some way to return our grumpy heroes to their own time. Speaking of Angus dying, Angus has fallen unconscious at the feet of Demon Sasha after Demon Sasha has ripped out part of his throat. Meadow is still in the air and the only one who could possibly be of any help at the moment is Marie. So Marie, oh, fuck. what do you do? <laughs> I don't have a good track record with uh, Sean's characters. My characters? characters. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Please don't try and help. The demon's gone, right? He said their shit and then just peaced out? Demon's still there. Fuck her. Is, is it like... I mean, you can fuck her if I want. I can find a custom move or something for that. Just give me a moment. Snoo, snoo. Does she look like she's gonna attack or is she sort of just... Well, she's kind of got this big bit of hairy skin hanging out of her mouth fangs and there's just blood everywhere and her eyes are glowing and she's staring straight at you. Well, you know, Marie wouldn't... She would get even. She wouldn't try to help, actually, now that I think of it. Thanks. <laughs> Look, man. She cares, right? Revenge form of care. I would like to um run at the demon and try to stab them with my knife. I could have sworn you were just going to say run. Yeah, so was I. I was <laughs> waiting. <laughs> Yeah, give us some kicks in my ass there if you're just going to run in like Braveheart, all screamy and stabby. Awesome. Hold on, I've been injured in this fight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll only give you a six. <laughs> would you like to spend luck? <laughs> I think it would be pretty cool if this worked. I would like to spend a luck point to make that five a twelve. Okay, and what does your luck point special do again for the audience listening? Something really fun where um someone from uh, Marie's past will reappear soon. Dot, dot, dot. Excellent. Oh, another boyfriend. <laughs> Maybe a girlfriend. You never know. Yeah, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, so that is a 12 now. Describe this kill. I would like to behead them. So there is a trophy to have afterwards. With a knife? Yes. It's not going to be a clean beheading. It's going to be all jagged and... My 
God. Yeah, it's awful. It's messy. It's just, you know? Yeah, sure. So this Sasha demon, she's really on death's door. You just come running at her, stab at her, slash at the side of her throat, hacking away with your knife. You eventually get through the spinal column and, and everything like that, and her head comes off. And her eyes, the glowing eyes, dim, and she just stares up at you from the the grass. Wow. Can I bonus action spit on her? <laughs> you don't need a bonus action for that. I mean, you did a 12, essentially, so you can, I'll give you a... Oh, that right, we're all naked now. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm regretting that joke so much. It'll never go away now. No, it won't. Meadow lowers down from the sky, touches down beside you. A lit, if you will. What? A lit or a light? Eh, could be both. It's because this fight was so lit. And just to make sure that the Sasha demon is dead, unleashes holy fury upon the body with her razor whip which is awesome and it glows and you know you almost hear angels going ah hot where the fuck was that like an hour ago <laughs> and she turns to you Marie and she says is there anything else you need before I return to the seal <clears throat> uh, yeah Marie's probably just looking at anger she wouldn't like register uh meadow's question just like staring holding the head by one horn and just staring at angus on the ground yeah angus is still in his lycanthrope form with part of his throat missing blood here everywhere matted fur oh yes i will see to that right away and she kneels down on the grass before him and puts both of her hands over his pecs and starts rubbing her hands in circles. And the her light hands glow. And a few moments later, um, Angus, you come too, feeling... Whoop! Wrong word! Wrong word! <laughs> She's rubbing them nips. Dang! Sorry! Oh, baby! You... Nope, Rouse is a bad one as well. Um, Awaken. Your eyelids flutter open. There we go. <laughs> and you look up into the... Radiant face of Eremita leaning over above you. I believe you are now stabilized and healed. Can't remember. We'll go with three. Oh, what happened? Have you shifted back? I haven't. She's still in like in throat form. All right, never mind then. Do your voice. No, I refuse. It hurts. Do your voice. I don't want to. <sighs> you can't make me. Role play. Roll play. I don't wanna. Don't make me make Meadow rub your nips again. I'll get more healing then. More healing rubs. <clears throat> I can't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> Performance anxiety. Indeed. And he just kind of stares up at the um, Aramita. Looks towards Marie and then looks towards Aramita again. Hermitha starts brushing your fur out of your eyes. Starts humming. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird. Brushing all the food down your shoulders. Why you gotta make it weird? No one else is talking. <laughs> Angus is gonna try and shift back. Oh, okay. Who's human form? Roll act under pressure. Let's see how this goes. Indeed. Please, please, please. Oh, a nine, a mixed success. I don't think that does. You turn into your direwolf form. God, motherfucking. Arimetha just kind of gives you a pat on the head and stands back up. Angus just kind of winds his ears droop. Well, I will be back in a few days to help you with your task, as promised. If there is anything else you need, though, you know how to call me. She nods at you both and then just takes off into the air. Did we bring a bag or anything with us? A duffel bag? Trash bag? You look up and you see that Joel has left the corral. Oh, fuck. And is standing several yards away and just staring at the head you are holding, Marie. Is it still a demon? It's Sashari with a demon underneath and a horn poking out. It's got a horn, that's fine. It's Okay, that's not traumatizing at all. Yeah, I'll turn I'll turn it so the face parts away from him. He's no no bags. <laughs> we didn't we didn't bring like a backpack. <laughs> we did, it was back in the car. <gasps> or no, back at the uh library. God damn, that's really far from where we are. Did did you kill my mother? Angus just looks at Marie. Oh, <laughs> this is a rough conversation for Marie. <laughs> Before answering, uh, she'll take off one of her jackets and drape it over the head. So now it's fully covered. He's still staring at it. Yeah, she'll, she'll walk over to Joel and, you know, kneel down so that she's face to face with him. So, uh, what's the last thing you remember happening? Before you ended up here. I, um, Adam told me that mum was at the guy with the office. And, and I, I went to his office and he said my mum was here and he took me. He kind of looks around and he sees the dead mare <laughs> not too far away. And he's like, and he took me here and my, I saw uh, my mom and she said that I was going to a better place, and I, I said no, I didn't want to leave Springfield. I I have some friends, and and his hand goes up and he touches the side of his face, and I, she, uh, and then I don't remember. I just saw you and the other woman. Um, and now she's dead. Well, that's, uh, quite the story, and I would also have a story for you, but I think you're a little too young for it, so how about... It's about... I'm not gonna tell a fucking ten-year-old that his mom turned into a demon. Get your head out of the gutter. (sighs) But I will give you a Cliff Notes version of what happened. So, you know how you said you didn't want to leave Springfield, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, Badman and your mom 
they were going to take you out of here. But me and, and the other guy out... Fuck, did he meet Angus? I forget. He's met Angus, yeah. He was in yeah, the okay. Angus was right, in the yeah, shower yeah, with yeah. the whole puking and... Yep. Yeah, right. I. <laughs> He's been a dog so often, I don't remember who's actually met him as human. <laughs> yeah, so me and um the guy I was with, we came out here with our dog to try to find you. Because, you know, you just it's not safe for you to be alone. And, you know, we... No. Was that Angus growling? <laughs> what was that? Angus sighing, giving a dog sigh. <laughs> You don't have dogs? Make funny noises like that. I have a cat, and that's it. You're so weak. I know. Yeah, so Angus and, and you know, me and, and the dog came out here, and we saw that they were trying to take you and that you didn't want to go. Your mom had a gun, and, you know, during the the heat of it, um, she shot the mayor, and then um, then they took Angus somewhere, and... To answer your question, I did kill your mom. Jesus Christ. But I didn't want to. <laughs> and he's staring over at the dog and he says, That hairy man turned into that dog. Oh, I think. I'm when that woman the... touched him. <laughs> put the back of, uh, back of Marie's hand to his forehead and. Oh, you have, you have a fever. Uh. You must be in like some sort of of shock from what happened. How about how about would you like to ride the dog? Does that does that sound fun? Does that sound like a good time? Then we can go back and go to a doctor. He's covered in blood. We'll all need baths at the end of this. And at this time, you also see the other people that are in the corral have kind of come back with it. (laughs) <laughs> and they're looking around, wondering what the hell happened. Some of them see the dead mirror and go over to check on him. <laughs> Angus is going to quietly slink away. Uh, yeah, as stealthily as possible, Marie would like to um, grab the, the head covered in shirt and or jacket and then lead Joel away. <laughs> Let me, make, let me make sure I understand what you just said. <laughs> so you just murdered his mother in front of him. Yes. You were holding the grisly remains of her severed head. That is correct. In your hands, mm-hmm. having a full-on discussion with him, telling <laughs> him you're delusional that you killed his mother, <laughs> and that there's a giant dog, <laughs> and you're going to lead him away from the group of people of whom he's familiar uh-huh. with. Yes. Into the woods. That is exactly what happened, yes. Roll manipulates someone. <laughs> Minus one, because, you know, mother's head. <laughs> it's covered. He still knows. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Um, you confessed. He knows what you did. <laughs> oh, my plus one doesn't work because the fight's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This will be okay. good. This will be okay. Okay. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Minus one. Could be worse. That is a seven. Hey, mixed success. What are you doing for him right now to show that you're the safe option here? Look, we'll we'll go back to town. We'll go. I'll make you up some pancakes. And then we'll go see a doctor. You know, we'll make sure everything's okay. Um, we can go. 
I forget what he likes. Not chocolates. Did, did he have, like, comic books or anything in his house? I feel like there was something like that that he had. I don't know. Then we can go to maybe, like, the candy store, get get some more of those. Maybe get some better chocolates that, you know, that don't won't make you sick. Make me sick. Yeah, yeah, and and she'll pull out her wallet, take out a probably very red uh, $50 bill, and you can spend this whole thing on whatever you want. On on anything? Anything. Okay. And he holds his hand out to take your hand, not the money. Take his hand, lead him away, tuck the, the money into his pocket. Now, if you are wanting to slink away without being noticed by the others, I'll need some knacked under pressure rolls here. But I am the knight. You can help her out if you want. But she's acting under pressure. You can help out if she needs it. I found that adequate. We have officially now kidnapped this child. He's not if he goes willingly. We bribed him. I bribed him. Yeah, he didn't say no. Yeah, she's the variable man in the van with the candy. She's got a puppy. Uh, I do have a puppy. She also has a van, but only in the future. Uh, that's an eight to uh, slink away. Can I help out? <laughs> well, you'll only give her a nine, so that doesn't really change much. Sure it does. What does no, it? it? <laughs> Worse outcome, a choice of price to pay. Hmm. I know which one I would choose. What one would, yeah, but I've got to come up with something to give her, not which one you would choose. Okay, I could say that you could slink away but lose something. Or you could leave the boy behind. He knows too much. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming this something is more like a pocket something and not the head. Not the head. No, you, no you, I'll let you keep the head. It'll be something else. Okay. I shall lose something else, because I've already lost my imp stone. Thanks, Ollie. So what else? <laughs> what else is there? <laughs> what more can you take from me? Oh, you'll find out. <laughs> you will find out. Okay, so what do you guys do? Where are you heading? The library. Yes. Okay, so you're covered in blood, carrying a head under cover of a shirt, and a boy's in tow. As well as a giant dog. It's like probably like December 30th right now, right? 29th, 30th? Mm, yeah, yeah, I think that's what we established. Thursday the 30th of December. I have it written down here, funnily enough. <laughs> you know, Joel, if anyone asks, we're just doing a New Year's, a New Year's Halloween, okay? New Year's Halloween. Yes. Okay going to try to make it a new tradition in Springfield. Okay. The first person that you guys come across, he immediately yells out, we're doing New Year's Halloween! <laughs> pass, uh, pass it around. Uh, to hand out candy and, and, and everything. Manipulate someone. Help. Angus, help. You don't need to help. That's a ten. Uh, they kind of uh, stumble a bit, and you see a bottle, an empty bottle of beer, kind of fall from their hands and roll across the road. They quickly chase after it. Oh, happy Hell New Year! Hell New Year, yes! That's a spirit. 
where he's just going to pull Joel along a little bit quicker. <laughs> Try to get inside. Okay. <laughs> I want one more act under pressure here, as you're still a few blocks away from the library. <laughs> so many opportunities for failure. I know. But that's an 11. You're using up all my good rolls. <laughs> so the three of you managed to nonchalantly walk your way along the night street. So I assume it's nighttime now. I don't know. I can't remember what time I said. The listeners all know. Back towards the library, assuming you use the rear entrance. Every time. <laughs> yes. Mavis meets you at the door. Oh, oh my gosh. What happened here? Oh. Yeah, so... <laughs> so this one needs a bath. Which one? Sorry, which one? I'm just going to push Joel forward. Oh, he's the cleanest looking out of all of you. Hey, we're the ones covered in blood. He needs some time to relax while we make his pancakes, okay? Oh. So he, this one needs a bath. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll take him up to my... My home then upstairs. Yeah, you got you got a kitchen there. Yes, yes I do. Cool. Uh, everything that you need is going to be down here. I'll I'll go make pancakes. The bathroom's also upstairs. I live upstairs. Yeah, no, I'm assuming they're not in the same room though. Oh, okay, no. I guess the dog can join up upstairs. I figure the dog can guard the head. Where did you get a dog? The I mean... That what? The what? There's a head? What? I think you need a bath, too. You said head. Ah, uh, did I? Mm-hmm. I think you misheard me. So Mavis will confusedly lead, lead you all upstairs, avoiding the public area of the library. Actually, I think it's probably lunchtime, because you guys had the fire in the wee hours of the morning. Went from the diaper to the armor to the ranch to killing Joel's mother. Yeah, it's probably about lunchtime. <laughs> so she avoids the public area of the library and leads you up to her home upstairs. Very nicely kept apartment up there. It's going to be blood marks everywhere. <laughs> yes, she looks a little bit concerned and frowns at the little bloody paw prints that are all over her hardwood floor. Just keep off the carpet, please. <laughs> This kind of works and I can keep these nerd sounds in. This is excellent. <laughs> yeah, that's just Angus walking around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the love of God, lay down. For the sake of brevity, we'll say that you guys clean yourselves up. Is there anything else you want to do here? Angus would like to try once again. The shift? The shift. Okay, roll cool. Can I help? <laughs> How? How would you help? I don't know. Words of encouragement. Shift, shift. Vardic inspiration. Shift so Yeah, you know, give him little scritches. Let, let him some scritches? Wow. Yeah, you know, and you like, maybe it's only cats that you like scratch under their... You want to scritch him while he's shifting? This is, this is <laughs> wild. Back leg starts thumping up and down. Oh, it ain't! Hey, makes success. <laughs> He's back into his werewolf life and throat form. God damn it! <sighs> you hear a sudden <gasps> from Mavis as she's turned around from whatever she was doing in the kitchen, and there's now the seven foot tall, hairy dog man in her living room. 
Where's the kid? I think you've left him in the bath. She's never leave a child in the bath. No, I thought, I thought we like, all cleaned up and like he, he cleaned up first and like Sure, where did you put him then? I don't fuck. Bed? Kitchen table. Okay. He's got his back to you, so he hasn't seen this. Angus slinks out of sight, muttering. How does that sound? <laughs> no, that's your dog sound. Yeah. Then it would be louder. <laughs> gruffer. Gruffer. Gruff, gruff. That doesn't sound gruff. Anyway. Mavis will say, I've contacted Andrew. Um, He said that they've been called down to the Johnson Ranch. Do you need me to look after the boy for a while? Will you do anything? Or are you going to be laying low? You know, what I think would be cool and kind of awesome right now, do you and um, uh, Deputy, Deputy Winters, uh, do you have any, like, medical contacts? Medical. Well, I think Andrew probably would, working with first responders and all. But he's, he's at the ranch. Do you, like, radio, like, walkie-talkie with him? Oh, no, dear, I, I phone him. He has one of those cell phones. Right. Those are a thing. <laughs> <laughs> My god. Of course. How silly of me. <laughs> He's not really fond of it, but I mean, you know. I mean, who who is with all this, you know, end of the millennia business? Um, what's his number? She'll go, hang on, dear, I, I've got it written down here. Written down next to the phone. Does she have one of those, like, phone books? Rolodex. Yeah, she has one of those address books, or, or, you know. Oh. Spins it round. That's cute. Yeah, and hands you the phone number. Right, well, um, is it like a, a, a wired, like, a wired phone that's connected to the... We'll say she has a cordless landline. What year is this? 1999. Cordless landlines were a thing. Yeah, they were. It's all the rage. Give Mavis a nod. You're calling him, obviously. Yes. Uh, hello? Hi. This, um... Deputy Winners, how's it going? <sighs> what have you done now? Or I think I'm actually looking at the aftermath of what you've done. Yeah, so there's a bit of a uh, an incident at the um the ranch. The Miz did. We didn't do that. And I have a headless body. We didn't do that one. The second one, we did we did that one. <laughs> uh yeah, so we did not the mayor wasn't us. Um, what a we. <laughs> the other one um, may have had a part in that one. Um, before it got to that point, though, did a real number on us, and uh, we could use some doctoring. Oh, why didn't you just pray for Erie and get her to lay on her hands? I sure he did. Um, huh. Yeah. We're both alive still, so she kind of already you know, used her. Well, I assume that if you said we. Also, do you know anything about a boy? Some of the witnesses here thought they saw a boy, but I don't see no boy. Uh, yeah, no, he's not there anymore. He's, um, in the, in the dining room, kitchen, eating. He's eating pancakes right now. Please do not tell me you kidnapped a minor. 
We removed him from harm's I mean, way. Definitely don't say anything else is what I'm really asking you. You know, we, um... What are we going on here? Uh, what are you talking about? I... Nothing. I'm just... You want someone to heal you? Well, I mean, I could send the one of the, one of the guys from the firehouse down. Are they comfortable with wood-related events? There you go with that wood stuff again. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Some futuristic lingo. It'll make sense one day, maybe. I don't know how this all works. I mean, he slides down a pole. I mean, he might have know something about wood. I bet he does. I mean, <laughs> I just more meant, you know, the whole, like, Aramitha, like, type of, of wood. Is that sort of thing? Is anyone who can medic? Uh, I don't actually know a male version of Eerie, so I really don't. Unless you're talking about something else, I... But, like, people like you and Mavis who, like, know about and are okay with things of that nature? Uh, well, why, have you got some gnarly weapons stuck in you on something that you can't explain? I don't really understand why you need someone... You just need someone to heal you, right? First aid or doctoring. Just go to the clinic or something. Yeah, that is that is an option for for myself. Yes. Uh not so much an option for the other one. So the one in the skirt who was wearing a duffel bag, I think, when I last saw him. Yeah, that one. Yeah, he, he's got something gnarly happening with him right now. Need someone who's, you know, on the same page. Well, maybe he shouldn't be running around naked. It was a very high-intensity night. That's not what I meant. Look, I don't there need was... to know anything about the, the your relationship. Um, look, no, that's, there was arsonist. Just, it... I'll, I'll, have, I'll have Ernie from the firehouse come check you out. Um, you're at the library, I assume. I think this is me. This is number. Yes. Okay. You have very good memory. That's exactly. But yep. Yeah. Well, I'm like only thirty. I'm not old. And I wasn't implying that you were. Uh huh. Okay. Well, I'm hanging up now because the coroner's just arrived. All right. Have have fun. I guess. Oh, you sure? You guys lay low. And I mean it this time, seriously. Lay low, even lower than what you were supposed to be laying before. Well, we still need to fix a seal, otherwise this could happen again. But yeah, we'll, we'll for sure, absolutely. And he's going to hang up. Ernie, that big burly fireman that um, healed you up after the fire, is led into Mavis's apartment not too long later. All right. <laughs> Angus will have slunk away to a back room. <laughs> and hearing that Mr. Ernie is coming to save the day again. We'll try this one more time. One, <laughs> one more time here. One more time. One more time. Roll cool. Be cool. Bitch, I'm trying. Just be cool, man. Please. Hey, a mixed success. I'm a giant fucking dog again. Which is better than what it was, so that is <laughs> <Sure. an> improvement. <laughs> I can't keep talking to all these people, Sean. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying. <laughs> hey, he can talk in his lichen throat form. He just chooses not to all of a sudden. 
So Uni um, is let in, and he's like, Oh, hey, you again. Yeah, trouble just seems to uh, follow us. Yeah, Mavis, maybe you shouldn't leave her alone in your apartment. She could burn it down. I didn't start the fire, but that's that's a funny joke. Hey, I love that song. We sing it down at the firehouse. Did stop the fire? I bet they do. <laughs> Firemen. For anyone listening, Sean has a beef against firemen in real life. <laughs> Why? What did they do to you? They just are. It's an age-old <laughs> war between law enforcement and firefighters. Ernie sets down his equipment, and he starts tending to your wounds. Yeah, Ernie. Uh, wow, I mean, I don't know what happened to you when we last saw each other, but... Shit, that's right, you were shot. <laughs> Where did... I'm gonna have to report these gunshot injuries... <sighs> Um, no, you see, this might be a little bit above my pay grade. No, uh, Deputy Winners, you know, I explained it all to him. Oh yeah, and he said you. Yeah, and Andy did give me a call. Um, okay, well, if you've to have sorted it out, I'll um, I'll get to work. Yeah, no, we have it sorted. Yeah, should really uh increase the the. Afraid all I've got for the pain is Tylenol. You know what? I'll take it. Okay. Uh, sure. And he gets to work administering to your wounds. Well, that's a lot of injuries. Um, I forgot there were gunshot wounds. You guys are intending to to rest for a few days, right? So, yeah, well, well, oh. yeah, because Aramis is coming in a few days. Yeah, and he's like, all right, um, yeah, rest for a few. Well, till you feel better, really. Um, if it gets worse, call the actual doctor. Um, otherwise, head to the hospital in Joplin. Is that it? I mean, Andy said something about uh, another that naked guy. Yeah, it's it's really crazy. Um, we were out walking our dog, and you know, we got attacked by a coyote. What? Yeah, it's very strange. It was around. I don't know. There was like a gun lying around, and we tripped and fell, and it went off. I don't. I don't fully know what happened. There was a lot of uh, running. Anyways, our dog's kind of hurt, too. What? Your dog? Oh, man, I love dogs. Do you need a vet? A vet could work, but uh, it's, it's pretty bad. Could probably use, like, some immediate, you know, to stop the bleeding. Oh, sure, man. Um, Take me to him. Yeah. I want to point out, at this point, far as you know, he's still a lycanthrope. Yeah, it's also it's a really big dog. Um, okay, like a Great Dane or something. A bigger, like you. Oh, you know Sasquatch. She's like, uh, like you could mistake him for Sasquatch if you like saw him in in uh, like on his own. Okay. Yeah, it's it's just it's a he's a little bit. How about you just come look? It's he's mm, just. Oh, okay, sure. Follows you into the bedroom. Oh. And there's your your bloody direwolf. <laughs> and he's kinda like Oh well yeah, he's he's pretty big. Um wow, it looks like that coyote got him good. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sprawled no, because out. Of he's, the bed. Because he's hooded. Um <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> 
shift. I, I couldn't get the right. I was like, I was like, I was gonna say shift, but you, you always tell me I say something wrong. So anyway, um, he'll uh, cautiously approach with his his hand out to let you sniff it. Oh yeah, he's super friendly. Don't don't need to worry about. Yeah, well, he's also um, a, a large animal who has been attacked, and he's probably quite scared, feeling vulnerable, so. <laughs> and he just kind of looks at uh, Egon. What was his name? Ernie. Egon? <laughs> I don't know. It was an, it was what an, is this, the Ghostbusters? Fairly close. <laughs> True. Kind of gives him a look. Ah. Uh. Man, he's he's got some r- really handsome eyes there. Yep, he's a good good dog. Has he got a name? Charles. Charles. Charlie. Charles. Charlie. Okay. Yep. Uh, hi, Charlie. And he gives you a pat on the head, gingerly rubbing, and you know your head. Oh, that's just as bad. It's <laughs> been your ears. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> And he, and he looks looks him over, and he's like, "Well, I'm I'm not a vet, but I mean, we can try and clean up some of these uh, wounds. It's a nasty one on his throat there. That's uh, pretty bad. Hmm. Anything you can do, and then we'll get him get him to the vet. Okay, okay. So we um puts his kit down, and he starts administering first aid. I can tell you that Angus, since you're not unstable, he'll heal you one just by cleaning out the wounds and bandaging them up. Woohoo! Marie, you're feeling a bit faint, because I mean, lots of blood loss there. Ernie kind of steers you over to the other side of the bed and helps you get in. He says, you should be resting. I'll, uh, I'll let, I'll go talk to Mavis, and I'll, um, guess she'll let Andy know. You guys are okay. And, um, yeah. They know where to find me if uh, they need me. But yes, if it gets worse, go to an actual doctor. And don't forget to take this guy, this handsome boy. Yes, he is. And gives him another rub <laughs> to the vet. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> Will do. Um, thank you for the help. And um, you should really. Um, Check on your boyfriend, too. Um, you didn't mention where he was. Um, did the? I, I guess Andy would be dealing with that. Well, um, bye. Yeah, I'm sure he's fine. Oh. <laughs> and off he goes. Alrighty ho. Do you guys want to do anything in the intervening days? Remember, each night of sleep takes one harm away. You need a lot of sleep. Real sleep. Okay. I'm gonna try and change back. Just, just give me another roll there, Angus, for um a change to your human form. Hey, a failure! Ah, <laughs> you're stuck as a direwolf until the next day. Sigh. Well, it won't be weird if you share the bed. I was just about to curl up at the foot of the bed and take up the entire bottom half. <laughs> That's fine. She doesn't need the space. She's tiny. During the days, take Joel out. Do the promises take him to a candy store or something? Mavis insists that you stay in bed for a couple of days, so she looks after Joel during this time. <sighs> Eremetha eventually turns up, and you've been informed that she has done something to help mend the seal, but it is not fully sealed. It's a temporary fix. But she has said she will keep an eye on the area 
because it will take a lot of magic and ingredients probably to completely mend this seal. How long will it hold this this band-aid solution? I do not know, to be perfectly honest. I will endeavour to check in regularly, however, and Mavis here knows how to contact me if something does happen. That's awesome. And, you know, I feel like there was some discussion on, you know, getting us back to not now. Yes, return to your own time. I yes. do remember the deal that we struck. Yes. And I will uphold my end of the bargain. I believe Mavis has gathered all of the components required. How many days have passed at this point? We'll say three. You're stabilized. Yeah. We'll say you've healed four, because you also got first aid. Cool. Okay, yeah. Well, dear, I think we should um, do this in a wide open area, but near the town, so we can utilize the assistance of 500 unknowing volunteers. To interrupt again. Mm. Uh, out of character question, how many people can fit in the church? Does it look like a big church? Oh, you want to get them in it? Well, I figure that's going to be the best place. There's a cemetery that's kind of open, like a basement. I would say a couple of hundred. You could always do it near Hendrix High during um <laughs> during school day. I guess there are teachers as well. Well, I believe it would draw them from quite a distance, so any anywhere near town would probably work there. Yeah, I remember there's like a, a little like group of trees. There's a clearing in there. Um, ah, yes. Near the bridge. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would probably work, right? Close, close enough? Yes, I, I believe so. I'll get the area prepared and you can come and join us. I'll um, make sure Andrew's ready to... Right, so you guys all in your own time make your way towards the... Hopes of trees at the old Landy Land Bridge. Eremitha's there. Andrew's there. Joel is also there. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, no one's there to look after him. And it's the two of you. Mavis has the um, book out, the tome. She lays it down on a makeshift altar of, you know, a log. A dusted chalky outline of a circle around of the area in the clearing with symbols also made in this similar chalk dust. There is a bowl in the center and there are various herbs and crystals laid out around. Those who are participating actively in the ritual, and she looks at Aramitha in particular, please Stay in the circle with the two travellers. Everyone else, please stand outside the circle. Deputy Winters takes Joel's hand and leads him outside of the circle. Mavis gestures for the two of you to join her and Aramitha inside the circle. Angus does so. Time to get the hell out of here. Don't forget you've got five hours of chanting ahead of you. <laughs> yep. Um, you were informed what you need to chant. While this is going on, Eremitha and Mavis take a knife, 
slash their own wrists and drip it the blood into the bowl. It's a much more violent ritual than I thought it would be. It's big magic, man. You've got to go through time. After five hours of chanting, I need Marie to roll use magic. Oh no. <laughs> As they also cut your wrist and add your blood into the bowl. And Angus's. My weird's a minus one. Okay, but that's a seven. So we're not totally fucked. But you sustained injury, which doesn't help you. That's fine. One point of harm. You're not entirely sure what happens next. One moment you're standing there bleeding into this cup and also looking into the faces of Iremetha and Mavis and also seeing just outside of the circle Andrew, Winters and Joel's faces. The next moment you find yourselves on your back looking up at the blue sky. Are we in the same clearing of trees? You're in a clearing of trees, yes. <laughs> Angus still a dog. No, he, we, we had established a few days had passed and he'd eventually became a... Oh, okay. A, a real human boy again. Oh, okay. <laughs> I missed that entirely. I, I probably didn't say it, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> we usually say after a few days, I, I let him eventually get back to his normal human form. What do you do? Oh, where are we? Angus sits up, glances around. Seem to be in a clearing of trees. That's a bit of an oxymoron, isn't it? How can trees be in a clearing? A clearing in the trees, then. Nice. A glade. Marie's just going to start walking towards a direction. <laughs> North, south, east, or west. We'll pick a direction. South. She doesn't know which one it is. Just tell me one, and we'll, we'll go in that direction. Up, down, left, or right? That is left. Is that my left or the map's left? Oh, God. <laughs> That's up to you. <laughs> okay, you uh, walk out of the trees and I encounter a river. You look around, you see to the right is um, a bridge. Bridge you recognize. I recognize that bridge. <laughs> does it look like how we left it in 2021 or does it look like all like Terminator future and like the river is just bones? It looks like a normal old lady land bridge, as far as you can see from where you're standing. Well, everything looks normal so far. See if the town's any different. I got a bad feeling about this, however. Gotta, gotta keep some optimism. I'm sure it's all fine. So you head into town. So far, everything looks the same. You reach the Watchtower Tavern. It has the same... Fake facade out the front of a watchtower on the roof, and it even says the Watchtower Tavern. Good sign. Aye, it is. It says the Watchtower Tavern. Give Angus a look. Oh, it does. It's a good sign. I guess it is nicely laid out and backlit. You should probably see a meadows here. Your motorbike's there. Oh, hell yeah! Marie's gonna go over and just give it... Did you leave it there? I don't remember, but if it's here, it's awesome. <laughs> Looks the same. I'm gonna go over, give it a couple pats. 
as you would a dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's solid, it's corporeal, it's, it's there, it's real. See, Angus, everything's fine. We'll go in, get some food. I'm sure everything everything's fine. Angus looks rather skeptical. Marie opens the door to the tavern, for everything is different now. <laughs> you open the door to the tavern, and it looks pretty much the same as how you recall it always looking in 2021. There's a couple of locals, regulars around the place. There is Joel standing behind the bar. Does Joel appear any different than we remember? Walk up like nothing happened. Okay. No, just walk up. Caution to the wind. Okay, so he's busy drying some glasses, and he looks up, and he says, Oh my god, Marie! Marie, you're you're alive! Always. He comes running around from behind the counter, and he pats you down to make sure you're actually real, and then he gives you a big hug and spins you around, and he says, Oh, oh everyone will be so relieved. That's a lot of physical contact. You can put me down now. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And he puts you down. He says, I, I have to, I have to, I have to call him. Call who? He runs off and grabs the phone behind the bar and he's immediately on it. Can I overhear his conversation? Angus kind of pokes his head in as well. Angus pokes his head in. You see, it looks pretty normal, Angus. You recognize Joel. He's behind the bar talking on a phone. Can I hear who he's talking to and any names dropped? You hear Joel say, yes, yeah, yeah, no, you're not going to believe this. Uh, Marie, she's she's here, she's alive, she just walked in, she walked into this heaven. Okay, okay, yep, yep. Okay, I'll, I'll let her know, okay, bye. And he hangs up the phone and he turns around to Marie and he says, I was just talking to Jax, he's coming straight over. Fuck! <laughs> God damn it! Well, dear listeners, they made it back to 2021. Yay! But you know, with that mixed success for that use magic roll, it is going to bite them in the butt somehow. You'll have to wait for episode 21 to find out exactly how. In the meantime, you could listen, or perhaps re-listen, to our special Halloween episode. A sweet one-shot with a quirky haunted house, eccentric ghosts, 80s music, and some special guests. If you're interested in running the one-shot at your own table, virtual or otherwise, then you're in luck. It's available as a 10-page mystery from DriveThruRPG and Itch.io. See the links in the show notes, or go to either site and search for Welcome to the Hereafter Hotel. Sean, Celeste, and I would like to thank those of you who have already rated and reviewed our podcast. If you haven't yet, um, you can do so now. Just head on over to podchaser.com forward slash Wolf and let us know what you think. For other ways to support us, check out our website, redganimwolf.com. We end this episode with a trailer for Thornvale. They're a wonderful Three Hunter Monster of the Week podcast. You should totes check them out after the beep. And now, as always, thanks for listening. Beep! Do you love role-playing or tabletop games? Do you love Monster of the Week shows like Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Supernatural? 
Do you wish you could find a podcast that combines all of those things? Well, look no further. Thornvale is a narrative-driven actual play podcast following three monster hunters as they fight to keep a small town in Florida safe from the creatures that threaten it. It's full of action. So do you actually say that? Yes, I'm actually going to say that. I'll be like, I'll distract him, you get him. And so I'm going to try... Okay, Bjorn, how are you going to get him? Um, Comedy. I just got this image in my head, now this is me, not Sammy, of this dragon that was collecting materials for a chicken farm. (laughs) 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 And truly awful dice rolls. Nope, another three. That's that's my my second three in a row. Oh my gosh. We're killing this thing. If that sounds like it's up your alley, then look us up wherever you listen to podcasts.